Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. These are great days we're living, bro. That's just that Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam Podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. What is going on? Another edition of the Bam Slam Fan Podcast. Costa, Allie, Fletch with you. It's been almost a month? May 2nd. Three weeks. Three okay, weeks. three but weeks. But too long. Too long. I don't know well, why we a, missed two weeks. We've had a lot of stuff going on. I know there's a lot I, of like, shit I started going on. a new show. Costa's a businessman. Right. What, what are you was looking that? at me for? You just I don't like... know. There was a fly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Allie made a Allison big motion. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of scared me. No, it's uh, I it's good Allie to see was going to hit me. Actually, oh, no. oh, my God. it's good to see you too, and um, it's good to be heard by all the wonderful people who make up the Bam Slam fam. We're going to talk about the obvious, um, or we're going to talk about it first because I don't want to end the show with it. Uh, we always love to end on a happy note and laughing and having a good time. And uh, unfortunately, you're certainly not going to do that when you're talking about what happened down in Texas. Uh, my my point is very simple, and I'm going to make it right now, and then I'm going to let Allison talk. I'm going to let um, Fletch talk. If you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, first off, uh, a politician, first off, fuck you. Both sides. Congress, Senate, in the White House, fuck you. Uh, you've spent the last 72 hours throwing shit at each other and using this as a bully pulpit to stump. Fuck you. I can't stand any of you. I can't stand all of you. Um, I'm not going to say what I wish would happen to you because I'm sure that the FBI, <laughs> the CIA, the Secret Service would say, sir, that is a terrorist threat. But that's my position on what has happened in Texas. Allison, go. Um. I'm just going to go with a different spin on the part that's so hard for me. I think as a any parent, right? You're a parent. You will be a parent. I mean, we or you're an uncle. You know what I mean? You, the thought of little children is so horrifying to me. The fear that they and terror that they went through. So I'm coming at it more from the grief angle. Mm-hmm. Um, I've experienced some heavy duty grief in my life, and I I know that it is not recoverable you don't there isn't one day where you wake up and the grief is like oh i'm better now it just that's not how it works it is lifelong so those families to me to know that those families sorry it's hard not to cry that those families are in for a lifelong a lifelong path of pain and grief that will never relent that horrifies me and we're already the other side of it is the or not the other the other part of this is second I talk a lot in my life with people I'm close to about secondary losses so you know those people will not also now their their kids that died will not have grandchildren for those people they maybe they have other kids but you know what I'm saying all the secondary things that they'll never see that will never happen um in you know the one of the female teachers who died her husband yeah. Two days later, today, 
this morning died of a heart attack. Two days. So they have four children that now have no parents. So those kids are now parentless. And so that's where I'm coming out with secondary losses and secondary victims. They, this circle becomes huge. And um, they're just in for, you know, just masses amounts of pain that they won't recover from. You are both 100% correct, first of all. Costa, your point about the politicians, Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that anyone is using something like this as a platform Mm -hmm. to try to better their career or to try to strengthen their party Mm -hmm. is such shit. And it really infuriated me. And I I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but um, the Bo Burnham special he did during COVID, the musical comedian guy. He had this line in it where it's like, does every single person have to say something about every single thing? Mm -hmm. And the amount of people we saw on social media who were coming out and like using this as something to make money on or to get clout on Mm -hmm. is so absurd to me. And I I just wish sometimes we could take a big step back and look in the mirror and just be like, do do we really need to say this right now? It's funny you brought that up. There's a, a um, woman that I follow who has a CBD company. She's in Miami. Um, a woman-owned CBD company that she started during COVID. It's become very successful because one of the Kardashians posted it as a possible Valentine's gift. So it, it kind of exploded. So she put out a newsletter saying, hey, I'm pausing on my Memorial Day weekend sales because of what's going on. However, here's a code hugs something hugs 30 or something for 30 percent off all the proceeds will go to this fund for the victims well people got a hold of it on social and we're just like you said you're pausing sales but you're doing a sale and you're still promoting your company even though you're going to donate like people exploded on her like exploded to the point where she put out this huge apology said she's not going back on twitter like she's doing it all through instagram now i mean she just and so yes yeah, so a lot it, that wasn't her intent she says but a lot of people were saying you're profiting off of dead kids your code might have been might as well have been dead kids yeah there's the the freaking the virtue signaling and the um from from freaking who's the piece of shit from utah we could just call him piece of shit eh? a <laughs> Uh, Thruzy. God dang it. You for Utah? Piece of shit, you. I can't Republican. Uh, Mitt Romney. Oh, oh, Mitt Romney. Who's taken $13 million from the NRA and campaign contributions. From him to to Jimmy Kimmel and his monologue and things like that. It's like, everyone just shut the fuck up. Okay? I'm I'm tired of... And I'm sure that the people who are affected by this, the families, don't want to open their eyes every single place and see people out campaigning based on the fact that Uh, they lost a child. I think they want to see more um, compassion and people who actually care and are trying to do something to help them. Right. um, I don't mean politicians. I mean everyday people, whether that's you're coming in with food or long-term grief care or whatever that is. Yeah. that's what they need right now. They don't need people politicizing it. That's for darn sure. Probably less than a half mile from here is Hardy Elementary School, mm. where I actually went there for my first stint in first grade, and then my parents held me back because you had to, for, for the obvious reason. Cost is not the smartest guy. A hundred percent. That started. In case young. you guys didn't know, that started young. But I put it on on Twitter a couple of days ago, and and I put a poll up today about. If you could and you had the time, 
would you volunteer at a, a school near you, a local school, whatever, just to literally be there for an hour? You know, if you're a parent or you're a whatever, if you're a concerned citizen, if you're just someone like you feel like you want to do something. Um, and so I'm going to take it up with the the board at That's a great idea. Hardy mm-hmm. Elementary. And I'm not talking about, because uh, I know somebody posted a picture of um, their school down in Florida, and there is a guard there with an AR, with an assault rifle around his neck, uh, his front. He's got How a vest on. How traumatizing is that for well, kids, though, too? Yeah. It's, like, you're right. And there's I think there's a, a really interesting discussion, not an argument, but a discussion to be made about would it better be better that like they're wearing kind of like a sweatshirt. They do have a concealed weapon, mm-hmm. but it's not something that kid, kids see. Or, I, and that's that's an art. That's a discussion for a different day. Yeah, just to be there with a walkie-talkie, couple dads, couple moms, aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas. Literally, just a presence. Be that's there. all it is. I'll send you. A, there is a group of dads that I read an article about once. Um, I might have read this sometime in the last year. I've read this article about a group of dads that do do that in their community. And yeah. I, I can't remember where it is, but I'll find it and I'll give it to you because maybe you could kind of model it after right. that. And you just, you but. literally say, okay, here's the school year. Here's the school day. Everybody, everybody, if you can pick an hour. When I left, and just go. When I left the gym today, there were all kinds of police cars going by. I mean, all kinds. I was like, "What the heck is well, going on?" Del Norte. Yes, yeah, so yeah. my gym mm-hmm. is literally around the corner from Del Norte oh, High School. Oh, okay. So they were I on lockdown right today. Yeah. Somebody um, called in a throw. Poway Unified, Del Norte, and the, like the middle school and like three of the elementary schools that are right there were all. And they said that they Del, Del Norte and one of the elementary schools they put guards at every armed guards at every door for whatever the threat was. I'm sure it's just, it's just and that, that, I'm sorry, but that pisses me off too. Who, who are the assholes that are calling in threats thinking that this shit is funny? You're terror, especially, I mean, I saw one reporter said he was talking to one of the teachers in the classroom at the elementary school and the kids were, she had to put on a movie because half the kids were crying. Oh, in, in Uvalde? No, or, here. Oh, here, here. Oh, okay. Here, today. Yeah, I, I, Who's the sicko that calls the schools and thinks that that's funny to uh, just... Well, mm. okay. Who raises kids that would do something like that? See, there, therein lies the problem. And I think that some some people are talking about it. Listen, the assault weapons and there's more guns in America than people. I get it. I'm, I am a gun, gun owner. I acquired mine legally. The background checks. I've had the lessons, the firearm safety. It is locked up. It is in a safe. The magazine and the it's a handgun. The magazine... And the bullets are separate from the excuse me from the the weapon itself. So I'm not some psycho. There's nothing wrong with well, responsible gun ownership. I don't think people are worried about you, right? No, 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 well, that's right. it. But w- w- to what Allison said about where we are with mental health in this country and why it seems that it's angry, young, for the most part, white males. Not saying that it's it's all white because there's plenty of people of color around the world who've who've done the same thing but here in America it seems like it's mostly white where are they getting desensitized it, and is it because there's not a father father figure is it a shitty home life and and I know this is the age old ax- the age old thing to fall back on is it the video games is it 5 hours 6 hours a day of either Fortnite or Call of Duty or but and the- I play Fortnite for some kids probably and how did this kid fall through the cracks i mean i'm sorry you don't go from uh, you're not just a normal kid who then shoots his grandma in the face and then right. goes and shoots 
fourth graders. No, I mean, we know there's, you, there were there's, plenty of there, red flags. Yeah, but they said there's no history of it at a school. There's nothing documented. So that means that no one paid no one was paying attention. I, I got and that, I, that I don't could know. be enough, by the way. Like yeah. <laughs> that could be enough. Yeah. Well it I'm just I'm I'm so f- I hate to say this. Does it tear me up inside when I see the news reports and stuff? Yeah, I'm becoming numb to it. I really am. Yeah, but we can't. We I know. Can't. I know. I know. And I'm especially there was three in the last, you know, ten days. With ten Buffalo, days. the one in the church in Southern in uh, yeah. Orange County, and and now this in Texas. I mean, so it's those, like those, and every we I all we all past the we're all thing. thinking the I same just, thing. I, I can't get no past one's those saying it. Little faces. When's the next one? Well, yeah. I can't get past those little faces. I'm sorry, those kids. Uh, no, those I know. Kids, uh, two days before school's out for summer. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, it's the when terror you they went through. I just think of a really still pond or lake, and one little drop of water, and the number of ripples that goes out when you talk yeah. about the the different layers that it, it's the sibling grief that yeah. and and those siblings are going to live their whole lives with. How are your parents doing? How are your parents doing? Well. Siblings have their own grief issues. It's just it it, it the community. I don't know. It's just I can't even express that enough. How it's indescribable? How those ripple effects? Yeah, will be in play for th- thousands and thousands of. So we people. will go through the machinations of the prayers up for the families in the communities, and we have to do this, and we have to do that, and hug your loved ones tighter, and. Don't be afraid to ask somebody, hey, is everything okay? And if you see something that doesn't look right, report it. And we'll go through this cycle, and that's why I tweeted out, wash, rinse, repeat. And the next time it comes up, it'll be the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm, I, are you No. Yeah, good? we should. We should. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. Now on a completely lighter, 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 lighter topic. Shall we transition? Let's transition. Well, there is no transition. This is a so massive transition. We might as well just, by the way. Let's just throw it out there. All right. I bought burgers. <laughs> okay. There's your transition. And like you know, we're taking nothing away from the very serious conversation we just had. There's just no good way to Sometimes do this. you just need a burger when you're So goddamn it. You know what? Arby's made a new Wagyu beef burger and I okay. bought two of them. Allie said she didn't want one. What's wrong with you? Eat a burger, you guys. <laughs> so I, he, he called me when I was at the gym, wait, and he's like, it. "Don't open it." He's like, "Do you oh, want okay. a burger?" I'm like, I'm, "I'm at the gym. No, I don't want a burger." So, do you remember when you and I would do wacky shit, and Judd was like, "No, I don't want to do that." Yes. What would we tell him to do? I'm gonna film it. No, that's right. And I'm gonna film it. So, so Allie, Allie's gonna film Allie's it. gonna film it. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna film it. All right. So we're gonna give right. our uh, take wait on, up, the wait, new, wait, 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 on the new wait, wait, wait. Wagyu beef. So it's it's American Wagyu, which is far inferior to Japanese Wagyu. Which means Wagyu. it's donkey. Probably. I'm just kidding. Okay. But you know Ew. what? Oh my God. Is it just say Wagyu or like... I don't know. So it's like it's 48% <laughs> American Wagyu beef and 52% regular ground beef. But okay. the but thing, it's, it's, it. it's, it's the it. very first burger that Arby's has ever done. Oh, shit. Arby's? Yeah, that's right. Oh, Arby's doesn't do burgers. No, they do roast oh, beef. The they have the meat. The, they have the, the meat. That's, yeah. right. that's right. You know who says that? Trivia question? Yeah, it's uh, Ving Rhames. Bingo. Can't sneak Judd anything and I past interviewed him. him. Not when I was there. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> that would have that been Jim Russell. Yeah. All right, Allie, you ready? Yeah, okay, ready. we open it. Okay. And, okay. Looks good. Nice brioche cross uh, whatever bun. Can you look that up? Sure. See what's in there? Oh. 
So I went no pickles, no tomatoes. That's fine. Is it, does that make me a bitch? I don't know. A little bit of a bitch because of the, the pickles, because everybody loves pickles. It smells good. I, I will say that. It, it is. It looks uh, juicy uh, as hell. And the bun's not soggy, which it's been in here for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. God, the burger went in his mouth. First of all, that's what she said. Second of all... Pretty damn solid burger. Fit your burger <laughs> in my mouth. This is good. It is really this good. Isn't bad. <laughs> it's good. Okay. Oh. How's the chewing in the mic? Ew. Is this ASMR? <laughs> you know what? Everyone hates listening to people chew. Gross. This I don't even want to hear you guys. This chew. is actually a really good burger. Yeah. I, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Um. It's a little. It's a little less lean than I like. I like a good 80-20 mix as far as fat oh, you to burger. douchebag. Well, yeah, I'm clicking off this video. No, no, no. Uh, keep it going. Hang on. I, I second, bite. Uh, <laughs> second bite. Uh, second bite. Second bite. Oh, a, a little pink inside. <laughs> yeah. Give me your face. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. Okay. That's a good burger. I like it. Nice work, Arby's. Good job. Thank you, Ben. Very good. Oh, Allie's going for it. There goes Allie. I just want to the corner. I want that fly to not be in my face anymore. I'm not going to eat that fly. It's very juicy. I don't want that. Okay. All right, Allie Rat's going for it. Make sure you chew into the mic. Gross. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. Oh, boo! There goes the Ar- Arby's endorsement. <laughs> yeah. God, we tried it really hard. Mm. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Oh. Costa's mm. still eating it. It is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is a monster, mm. though. Sexy burger. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> all right, podcast listeners, we're sorry, but the video will be up on Twitter soon. Yep. And it's going to be much better to watch the video. Costa right. has currently grease dripping down his cleavage. Always. It's real oily. His chest hair is turning into a mat. There's a piece of lettuce stuck into it, intertwined oh, directly between his nipples. Actually, dead center. <laughs> Allison, talk about the guy who was uh, <laughs> up at your house working your carpet. That's what you- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Cleaning. Uh, all, all, all I did was just flash to our group text yesterday. Wait, God. What'd, you, what'd you flash? <laughs> Um, All right. It's impressive. Anyway, okay. So yesterday, I have carpet in the bedrooms, and I freaking hate it. I want to get back to hardwood everywhere, but anyway, bedrooms have carpet. So I wanted to get them cleaned because I'm anal about extra clean carpet. And um, but I couldn't find the name of the people I'd used before, and so I just randomly pulled three names and wrote them down with phone numbers and called the first one. Kyle at San Diego Carpet Cleaners, and he was so nice, and he was like, well, I'll do it. it he, here's the estimate. So there's five bedrooms. They're doing four of them because I don't need the other one done. The one There's one downstairs. I don't need that one done. So $115. For four rooms? Yeah. And my stairs. Damn. Yeah. And... He, it was, I think it was a Groupon special, but he, he said, do you have the group? I said, I don't have that. And he's like, well, I'm going to give it to you. He was so nice. And so then he's telling me he'd come today between two and four. And I said, well, we're going to be, um, 
I'm going to be, uh, I don't even know why I said this. It's sort of unlike me to say where I'm not, where I'm going to be. But right. I was like, I was like, oh, I'll have to go record my podcast, but my, um, I'll make sure one of my boys is here and he's over 18. And he said, um, oh, what's your podcast? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, so I said, oh, I do it with these, uh, you know, I used to work in sports radio. I do it with these uh, two guys that are sports radio guys too. Very handsome guys. Uh-huh. And I, and I started with Ben. I said, there's um, a younger guy, um, Ben Fletcher. He's a producer and on air, uh, guy. More handsome. Uh-huh. And I said, and then uh, Mike Costa, and before I could say anything about you, he was like, Mike Costa, I love that guy. <laughs> and I was that guy's like, an um, asshole. I was like, no, he loves you. Totally loves you. I mean, wow. he, yes, and he asked me if you still start the show with your whole thing, the way you start the show. Really? Yes. Hey, hey, yes. Hey, 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 hey. yes. Oh, he's heard mm-hmm. it before? Not this, but your oh. radio, when you were on radio. Oh, shit. With. Oh, okay. However, you your, used to your start my, my first morning that, update. Yes, he asked me if you. Well, st- he, good morning, San yes, Diego. Yes, wow. that, yes, he did that. He said that. Yes, he really like likes you and was so excited. And he's like, "Well, how much do you guys charge for advertisers?" And blah blah blah. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "Funny you should ask." I know. And so I said, um, "Anyway, so." He wants to advertise. He wants to come on and talk about some of the um, scams that some carpet cleaning companies try to pull on you. Like, oh, you need this treatment. You need this. And oh, all the add-ons. So, so here, here's what we do, all right? Because he's not advertising yet. No. no. What's the website? SanDiegoCarpetCleaners.net. Dot net. All right. So if one of the Bam Slam listeners out there can go get a hold of this guy, his name? Kyle. Kyle. And say, Bam Slam sent us. Ooh. Uh-huh. Then do we're it. in business. Do you okay. want? Do you guys want Kyle's phone number? Oh, put it out there right now. Yeah. Okay. And flood him with text, by the way. Be like, Absolutely. this. Our favorite podcast just told us okay. about you. Can we please book you? His number is seven six zero eight eight nine nine eight three four. That's one Kyle. more time from the top rope. Seven six zero eight eight nine nine eight three four. And the website? San Diego Carpet Cleaners dot net. San Diego Carpet Cleaners dot net. Ask for Kyle. He's uh, so you guys. I can't even stress to you how nice he is. Adorable. And by the way, that's how we get the pod back to being like once a week. Yeah. So oh, yeah. if you want more then of we've us, got to do it, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Then we have, that'd be very cool. He, he's just a doll. So sweet. And so um, my son is there. Kyle was coming at two thirty. He. I got a text saying I'll. It was supposed to be between two and four. He said I'll be there around two thirty. Oh, I love great. it. Yeah, and so. and that's the beauty of um, the beauty of podcasts is that you don't have to stick to the FCC rules and regulations. We can we can say his name and his company all we want. Let's we can do anything. Let's with fix them. the website: San Diego Carpet Cleaning dot net. San Diego Green Carpet Cleaning dot net. No, that's what you sent me yesterday. Is this the wrong one? Did I put the wrong logo on the proposal? <laughs> Allie. Green. Allie, this is big. Because <laughs> I sent him a proposal. Just call that phone number and <laughs> we'll get the website yeah, right. Call I, the, we know the number's right. I swear that was the... Um, anyway, Cause, we'll Because I put after. the logo on the proposal <laughs> <laughs> of the website you sent me. That's not the website you just said. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's going to get it and be like, no, this is my biggest rival. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, it and was, you okay. didn't like the burgers, so I now you ruined Arby's it. and the San Diego. It was short lived. <laughs> I, I have I have two other possibilities. Do you guys see my shirt? Do you see? Yeah, my shirt? what is that? I do. What this is this is Bird Rock Coffee 
Oh, Roasters. that's a great spot. That was one of so, Judd's favorites. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite coffee. I take it. Every time I have a friend in town, we go there. It's my favorite place. I, I love their coffee place. So uh, anyway, I have a possible thing there. And also, I think I might have talked about Synergy Med Spa before. Yes. Got to get them on board. We and might be man, doing too much My girl, Amanda, and my girl, uh, Julie, they're the best. So oh, that's awesome. I love uh, Bird Rock Coffee's. Oh, it's so good. Logo too. Oh, it's amazing. The freaking van and the sur- surfboard great? is awesome. The van with the surfboard, I know. I love it. Oh man, I love the one in. Um, Del is it Mar. weird that Costa's just been staring at your chest now for like <laughs> I'm forty-five at her left seconds? <laughs> she thinks I'm looking at the logo. No, I'm trying to read. Does it say B R B R C Bird Rock B R C R Motherfucker, you can see it. Come on, eyes up. This T- is our beautiful Alice in I don't care. They're beautiful. <laughs> they are. <laughs> you, you don't know that. <laughs> Bird Rock. Even in a t-shirt. Bird Rock Coffee Roaster. VRC. Proud of it. Costa's over here saying, I didn't know Bird Rock was spelled with two Ds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot. I love that one. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Anywho. We are so raunchy. <laughs> Sorry, so everyone. Your, I'm sorry. Uh, you've got last time. The last time we potted, uh, you didn't have your golf show up and running. No, it's uh, week three. Is this Saturday? I'm so proud of you. San Diego Sand Trap. You sure about that? <laughs> <Should> yes, <we check? laughs> I'm positive. Yeah, you don't go to your c- competition. How's it going, dude? It's really good. Um, yeah, I've interviewed now the head <clears throat> pro out at Coronado. Me. That was hot. Thank you. I've interviewed the head pro at Steel Canyon, which is my new favorite golf course. And then uh, coming up this weekend, we got the head pro out at Torrey. Sweet. And I'm going to ask him when the frick the new, next U.S. Open is at Torrey. 2028 is the next available day for the U.S. Open. Oh, okay. Who knows? I, I don't know. If you look at the predictor sites, they're the U.S. Saying. Open should be at Torrey every year. No kidding. It should be, but they have their little rotation that they love so much. Like the USGA the is a bunch of pompous assholes. I no wonder why all their players are leaving them for the Saudi League. Our, okay, so I, I remember Sergio... Was caught. I think a lot of people are going to go try to fuck out of here. I think a lot of players probably submitted for that release thing so Mm -hmm. they could go play in one of the tournaments. It runs into the RBC, whatever, in Canada. Yeah. Same weekend. So I think a lot of people submitted releases and the PGA Tour said no to all of them. Said if you're going once, you're You're gone. You're done. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys are going to be like, oh, well, they're paying more money, so I'm just going to go. But then you run into, is it the AAF? Like where it's like they put all this money up right yeah. in front and then it, it falls apart. And then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. And then the PGA's like, later. <clears throat> Told you. Well, and, and I think what happens too is also, you know, Augusta is by invite only. Well, the majors are some, they're not PGA Tour. They're not PGA Tours, but they're in bed with the PGA right. Tour. So Augusta, Even the PGA isn't? No. It's really? the PGA Championship, but it's not part of the actual tour. Oh, yeah. That's weird. But the, like Augusta can say, um, we think it's better if you don't participate this year. Hmm. Kind of like what they sure. unofficially, officially did with Phil Mickelson. Right. So, it'll be a really, it'd be, yeah, the guys who, in the guys who chase the, the Saudi League can go play in the European Tour or the whatever. But it, it's, you know, it's legitimately, not the PGA. Like, I don't blame. I Phil Mickelson put his foot in his mouth, and he's not a great guy well, to begin he's with. He's put his foot in his mouth about a million things. But yeah. like Sergio Garcia, like, how much is he really going to compete on the PGA Tour? You know, where actually he could win a tournament. Now, yeah. Well, how many guys are there going to be? I mean, what's uh, the competition? It'll be good enough. I don't, they're offering money. Like I, at a certain point, 
yes, what that group, the organization does is terrible. Yeah. They've literally beheaded journalists. They uh-huh. held entire cities at hostage, essentially, from yep. food. Mm-hmm. Terrible. They're awful, awful people. But if you're a golfer, like there's a lot of big companies in this country that support even worse practices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, f- shit, Nike in China. That's exactly what I'm saying. Hello? So where do you separate? Like, why is what Phil's doing so horrible, but we all buy Nike shit? Yeah. You know, that's kind of where I angle at it. Do you right. want my new Nike shoes, by the way? <clears throat> Aren't they nice? Sweet. And the other thing that I've heard recently is that the same money they're offering players, they're offering broadcasters. So like you're gonna right. see like maybe Jim Nance jump ship. I doubt him because he has the no. deal with CBS all the way through. But like a Sir Nick Faldo, tell me if you wave twenty mil in front of him, he's not gonna bounce. Oh man, oh man. And then like TNT's the one big network that all they have for golf is the match. Bull crap. But like, are you telling me they wouldn't sign up for it? Yeah, but see, here's the problem. The and I I I cannot stand ninety nine percent ninety nine point nine percent of the woke jokes in this country. <laughs> But if you are TNT, can you deal with the backlash? Because the people are going to say, oh, you're in bed with the NBA. Who's in bed, in bed with, with China. China. Oh, no, you're in bed with the Saudis, too. And I, I, Everyone has their price. You know? Yeah. That's, right. that's kind of what it comes down to. Uh, did you guys see uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers interviewed about the match the other day? Yeah, it was very uncomfortable because w- Chuck kept asking Tom about the broadcasting gig. It was so uncomfortable. But also, did you see how they had the two? The, oh God, I keep hitting that. Sorry. The what two did that boxes Mike do to you? Where they have they had Tom on top and Aaron right underneath them. Oh. I could not stop laughing at the at the difference. I mean, Tom's face does not move. I mean, it literally oh, does not move. It's plastic. He, I, I, it, pure, I was like, he's yeah. been a synergy. That's why. <laughs> I mean, that guy, he has had, it did not move. And, and the then hair. The, and then the the juxtaposition of Aaron right underneath him, who's very weathered looking. I think he's, I think he's aged a lot. Yeah. And he had the big kind of crazy beard going and his, you know, he had a lot of wrinkles and stuff around his eyes and which... He looks like a normal guy. I mean, you know, whatever. Guy who doesn't have a bunch of plastic surgery. But it was so glaring with Tom. I mean, his face did not move. He's And he just keeps adding more hair to the front. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. For being such <laughs> like, a health nut guy, I'm surprised he puts all that stuff in his face. Unless have, he's had a face all lift. All you have to look at know. is senior year at Michigan. Or NFL Combine. Or NFL oh, Combine. Oh, he doesn't look like the same person. To where he is now. It, it, is, it is a new forehead. It's a new nose. Um, I'm sure he had something done with his chin and his cheeks. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it was just funny. I, I don't know that I would have noticed it so much except for the difference with Aaron there. It and just, Aaron's younger. And so, but Aaron right. looks but like he... he looks 10 years older. Well, Aaron looks like he's Aaron's age, but I, right? I, he does. He but, looks but, like a guy from Chico. But the thing with Tom, which I think happens to a lot of women, too, is I don't necessarily think that Tom looked, oh, he looks so young. I don't think it was no. that. It was like, oh, looks, Tom's had a lot of work. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Oh, yeah. An old guy who's had a lot of work. I think that a lot about older guys who, um, somebody that I used to work with, who shall remain nameless, who, when they dye their hair a really super dark color oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's it like dude, that doesn't match your with your face no, like no. you're not a you don't have black hair who's like, the what guy are you that doing? i yeah. think he may have passed away but who's the guy that did the new year's eve special dick clark dick clark didn't he have a ton <laughs> of work done yeah dick had some dick had some work done uh, i'm trying to think of the real 
plastic surgery disasters. Oh my well, the Vegas guy. Uh, oh, Wayne Newton. Yes, Wayne Newton. Nah. Thank you. The waiter? Wayne Wayne Newton looks like a vagina. <laughs> I swear to God. It when he at the at the draft. Yes, at the draft. <laughs> oh, oh my I knew God. I'd I could remember where I'd seen him recently, but that's <laughs> where it he was. He looks like a vagina. <laughs> I mean, God, that guy's not worth. If you look at Wayne Newton at the height of his popularity when he was just killing it, I mean, Wayne was a good-looking dude. The Wayner, yeah, the Wayner. His hair was always jet black. Jet black, yeah. But now it, uh, there's no skin left to operate on. Oh God, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a freaking mess. But he's also almost ninety, right? I think is he still performing too? No, he's. I think he's. A couple cans shy of a six pack. Who's the guy that is still performing in Vegas all the time? We were just giving away tickets to him. He was in a group when he the cranberries maybe is that no? It's a fuck. He was a, like he was right up against the Jackson Five when he was a child singer. Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond. Oh, the pic- also the a, lot pic- a lot of work. A lot of work. Yes. God. Yes. The he's had a lot of work. Him, there's a picture of him and Wayne Newton. Really. At no. the Super Bowl, <laughs> and you're like, "Whoa, you're both a mess." Ugh. I yeah. saw um, everyone just ends up in Vegas. Aerosmith, yeah, Aerosmith was had a residency going, and Steven mm. Tyler got had to go into mm-hmm. rehab. Seventy eight years old, going to rehab. He had some sort they of surgery. The... He got all hopped up on pain pills or something. Mm-hmm. He had foot surgery, it said, and he got addicted to whatever the pain medication yeah. was. So he's in rehab, so they had to cancel the rest of their. He's residency. one of those where you're like, "How are you still alive?" It's like I Richards. know. <laughs> I have the greatest. Steven Tyler story. This was when I was working in Tahoe as a buzzer, and he came into the restaurant. They were doing a show in Tahoe, South Lake somewhere, and then they were staying in on the West Shore. And so all of Aerosmith comes in, and Steven Tyler walks through the front. He has the security guard go to the reception area, you know, whatever, checks in. Steven's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Is there one over there? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And so he walks away, and the bodyguard says no one follows him, right? Because apparently that's an issue rock stars have to deal with. A oh, lady comes tearing from the other side of the room, goes right through the bodyguard, runs into the bathroom where Steven Tyler was. This was like a 45-year-old lady. And then he comes out and says, she grabbed my dick. <laughs> That's oh awesome. This is like a high-end restaurant. It's not <laughs> like, it's so, like, on the dinner side, everyone's in suits and ties. Like, it's a nice plot. <laughs> and Steven Tyler comes out. She grabbed my dick. Oh my! Did all the heads turn? To the oh restaurant? yeah! Like oh yeah! Oh, and then wow. he was he got the entire entourage. They left, and our general manager was so pissed. Oh, I bet. Oh, especially with the bill, probably would have been. Oh, that lady got arrested. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. funny. Who knows if she actually grabbed his dick? Maybe he was being funny. But. I meant he and uh, he and Joe Perry came to the radio station I was first working at when I first got into radio. <clears throat> Star one hundred point seven, Santa Barbara. No, here in San Diego. Mm. And uh, Aerosmith was in town, and I, I will say they they are both tiny. Oh yeah, tiny. Steven Tyler's tiny, tiny, but so freaking nice. They were just you're like you know okay, yeah, this is I can this is that. like a big time rock and roll mm-hmm. star, super nice, really yeah, just that. just nice, mm-hmm. you know, which is which always always makes me feel good when the people kind of live up to the. You know, they always they always what is it? You never want to meet your heroes. Yeah, these guys, and not that they're my heroes, but they were both. Really cool. Yeah, is I've heard people say that before about um, people, an artist. I had somebody just say that recently. That same comment about their favorite rock star yeah. who just turned like eighty. Um, and but it, I guess that's why because you're afraid it won't live up to what you right 
in your what you have built up in your head, right? Exactly. You guys been watching those boys in brown and gold? Oh my god. <laughs> well, I know Allie Never. has. Hey, the question is directed at you. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have? Oh yeah. Thoughts? Um uh, let's see. Let's see. That's I'm my sorry. thoughts exactly. As a native San Diegan, let's well, see. Well, and right now all everything is just about getting to Fernando. The offense kind of sucks. I mean, I think it well, wait a minute. It did suck or, or they were struggling the but last then, three Right, but they were. I mean, look what they did in San Francisco. They yeah, were putting up big numbers against and, the Giants. I mean, Manny and Haas, Costa, you owe Hosmer an apology. I've already apologized. <laughs> I also owe him an apology. And even like Hassan Kim, I mean, some of the other guys have really stepped up and have yeah. been hitting better. And, and Jake's been hitting a little bit better finally. Can we get a new list of the attractives? I know um, Manny's still well, number it's one. Still Manny. I, I, I mean, that guy. He just oozes, you know, he just oozes it all. Should we that's, leave? <laughs> that's the best sex that guy. I, I don't know. Plus, uh, plus it, it, it's other things about him, too. I love what a captain and a leader, and I love how he treats his teammates. And the, the, he's so positive. And yep. I, I, I think because it's such a difference from what everybody's image of him is, oh, and yeah. to really know what he really is, because we're all right here. It's like that. You guys are morons in the rest of the country. You don't really know who he is. And just who he was in that interview with Ken Rosenthal. Yeah. With the Dodgers. You remember the Johnny Hustle thing? Yeah. Who he was then, who he is now, two polar opposites. I haven't seen an ounce. Really? Since he's been in San Diego. Exactly. The entire time he's been here, I've not seen an ounce of anything where you would be like, ooh, Manny, you shouldn't do that or whatever. I think he's. I think he's uh, fabulous. But there's other cute ones too. Um, Who was I looking at the other day? What do you think about Beefy Boy, Luke Voigt? Well, yes, I thought he was very attractive. He just can't hit. Yeah, I know. So I'm sort of disappointed in him. He's, <laughs> the, the, it sort of rubbed off. The um, But I do think uh, some of those pitchers, like Manaya, those guys with mm. all the hair. The, the, the Aquaman. catcher. <laughs> Alfaro. The Alfaro. Oh. It's like the, they all got that flow hair going. I love it. I hate the flow. <laughs> you see, oh. well, that's a funny that you said that because I'm not, I've never liked guys with like long hair or anything Clevenger's like that. Clevenger's hair. Either oh, way. I can't stand Clevenger in the in, in the braids that day. Well, his yeah. hair just looks dirty. Yeah, he looks like looks he, like he, he looks like Wendy from Wendy's <laughs> or Pippi Longstocking <laughs> or Dorothy. I yeah. do think I our hate that um, shit. I do think our um, Joe Mus- Musgrove's adorable. I do think our starting pitching is fantastic. Yeah. Blake Snell's a little, uh, but I think um, you and Joe. Manaya, I think we've got some really Gore. good. Gore, Mackenzie Gore. I was a, very nervous about him coming up. The Sandy, everybody who loves <laughs> yeah. a Padre fan was. Yeah. It's like because this was it, right? Yeah, yourself, it was, right? You're, right. You're toast. untouchable for the last like five years. He's been great. No, fantastic. It, it's, that is great. And I know that their bats were kind of silent, losing two out of three to the Brewers. But the Brewers are a good team. The really good, good team. Mm-hmm. And but the and the ones we lost, we were still close. Yeah, both of them. Really I, close. Oh yeah, they weren't. All three games were right. close. And just a reminder, like the game they put up one run, they got one early off of Corbin Burns. Like mm-hmm. Corbin Burns is one of the best pitchers in, in baseball. baseball. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and, and I, would I we lose two to one? Bad. I think yeah. we lost two to one. So I mean, I can live with it. And I, I just as as one high ranking Padre official told me, Peter Seidler. No, um, <laughs> that's my man. Bob, Bob Melvin is concerned. Literally, the exact words were, we finally have an adult in the room. Mm. He has changed the entire dynamic there. I was so worried. And that's worried. on A.J. Preller. You, you made us sit through frickin' Andy Green and then Jace Tingler. But you're not going to give him a round of applause now? Who? Uh, Preller! No! They got Melvin! 
Okay, they got Melvin, but think about all that. You wasted some people. I was very worried when he went out with that surgery. Yeah, I and know. I thought, God, what if it is cancer? And we just couldn't go through that. I love Bob. Losing him. He's... His presence is amazing. Yep, and even is. the even who he had managing for him, who had been with him all those years at the A's, yeah. you know. Christian? Yes, that went over fantastic. Like, Bob Melvin's presence, though, you can tell that team, I mean, they're close. This group is, they're tight. And, and Mike Clevenger did say that, what is uh, pitching coach, Ruben Niebla? Niebla. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Clev is the one who sold AJ mm-hmm. on, or Bob on getting... Ruben over here and he's made a huge difference yeah. and, and we haven't really talked about well, who the F is the hitting coach it's because it's you have this series like the Brewers but all teams have those yeah. during the course of the year and now we have the Pirates coming in we'll be fine and yeah. like the dude that led the National League in home runs a year ago is still waiting in the weeds Sorry. yeah you know okay and, and I'm gonna say this uh oh right and you you can you okay okay um do we, do we need? Him? Okay, okay. Yes, I'm, I'm you just. Need him. No, you need him, but do you need to rush him back? I okay. So this scenario has gone through my head. Ready? First of all, he should have gotten the shoulder surgery as soon as the season ended last year, right? We all know that. We're with, all we've come to you. grips to that. He you. didn't get it. He doesn't want to get it. He's not gonna get it. Yeah. So. The only way you don't need him back right now is if he goes under the knife tonight and you let him sit out the year he's back for next year i'm fine with that that's not going to happen though so what you need is for him to come back in early july late june and to be the superstar that he is and have that be one of the stepping stones along the season where it's a little boost it's a little speed yeah because i will say this if he comes back and he gets hurt again dude it's gonna happen and see, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm scared about. And it's like people like no one wants to say it. The shoulders no one wants to say out. it. But there's the 800 pound gorilla in the corner of the room. And then if and then if you're AJ Preller or Peter Sider, say, listen, dude, if you want to remain a Padre, you're going. You're going to have surgery. Sorry. And people are like, oh, you can't say that to. Yeah, you can <laughs> when you're paying when, someone when you're paying forty million dollars. That's just how I feel. <clears throat> and and. Well, and as a businessman, that is the proper strategy. Now, there's also... Live to fight another day. I understand not wanting to have surgery, though. I get that. Like, every surgery comes with inherent risks, but he had no problem getting the wrist surgery. Uh -uh. I I just, I don't know. And are the games any less exciting without him in there? Yes. There's a noticeable difference. You think? Like, I... Dude... I've had a tough time staying locked in when they go through these like eight inning streaks without scoring a run. Mm. When it's just like fucking, especially when Blake Snell starts because he takes so damn long. Yeah. But when Fernando is on the field, like that's nonstop, I'm locked in. But I like, and I've watched every game. It's just more fun when Fernando's there. I like watching Kim <laughs> and Cronenworth out there in the middle. Oh, I'm fine if he plays the outfield, by no, the way. Fernando. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I love the fact that those two guys who probably aren't making a lot of money are. Kind of the glue right now. Well, they're both part of the glue. Better fielders than Fernando is. Yeah, like maybe he gets to one more ball that they don't get to. But in terms of consistency on normal routine plays, yeah. Cronenworth and Hassan Kim and even C.J. Abrams are probably all better fielders. I don't know. Fernando comes back DH him the rest of the year. I'm fine with that. No, he's he's gonna. I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna play shortstop. But just like when he, you know, he's saying it's I'm bored out in the outfield and stuff. He he has to be on the field. Or in the game 
for the the full game, not just. I think when you see him back with the team, like when he does come back, you'll feel completely differently. I hope you'll be do. like, what? What am I? What was I watching earlier this year? I think Manny's helped because he has been absolutely electric, best player in baseball. It has been freaking exciting, and I'm I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the Padre fans. It's a nice jolt that we are uh, we're getting here in our our fine city as far as baseball is concerned. So, how about your so, Raiders bringing in Cap? You know, it, it's is funny. that a Al Davis remnant move? Yeah, but it's you know they had Mary uh, Mariota right, and. Uh, you know, Marcus did bring that different element that um, Derek Carr does not bring. It's just don't it, do it if you're if you're um, Josh. You know, if you're Josh McDaniel and stuff, and you're uh, the GM and you're Mark Davis, do it. Don't do it to sell tickets or jerseys. Do it because he really is a, an option as a backup. Now, do you think they would actually sign him? Put it this way, if there is a team that can do it and not blink about it, it's going to be Colin Kaepernick. And that go, that does go back to Al Davis. It's going to be the Raiders, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, oh, I'll never be a Raider fan again or this or that. And you know what? I, In light of what's happened in the last couple of days in the United States, right? Har- zeroing in and harping on Colin Kaepernick getting another shot in the NFL – you know, read the room a little bit. Um, if I will say this, if he comes back and he tries to start using the NFL as a a bully pulpit and mm-hmm. stuff like he did, then I get rid of him. Not because he doesn't have a, a message. I get rid of him because of the distraction. And you know, the first like, he's and that's going to be the first. <laughs> he's going to kneel during the national anthem the first game. Well, Let's go. And, we're going to start all over again. But you know what? Remember, he said, "I'm not." Gonna, he said, "I, I want to come back and." I'm not going to kneel if I do come back. Oh, already, I didn't. I didn't hear that. He's kind of said I've already made my point. Well, it's, and he already got paid off. It was ten million from Nike. Whatever it was or from the Nike. NFL? But I'm saying the NFL when they settled. We don't know that number. Well, I would imagine it's fifteen to thirty somewhere. Okay, in there. so and, and Ben, that out. That really brings up a great point. What's to stop the NFL from calling Mark Davis and saying, "Listen, NFL can't do that right now. This made us look bad. He made us look bad. Um, do us a favor, Mark." Show us that you're one of us. Don't sign him. I, I just they can't blackball him again. <laughs> They've already done it. I don't know I, that that situation. I do not know what the, what America's reaction would be if he were to come back. I, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I have no read on the room for that. Again, uh, John Gruden. Oh, you see the latest, dude. I think he's gonna get his lawsuit. I, will go to trial. So I want to know. What's going on in his head, whether it's get every piece of money I can from the NFL or whether it's reaching up and grabbing whoever it is and bringing them off the cliff with I, him. I think it's 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 bringing as many people down as possible because there's no way he is the only person. Right. Nope. And they'll unseal those documents and they will be read. And, and the NFL is going to try to pay him as much money as it takes. Sure. And, and I, maybe... I hope he stands strong and pulls everyone down with him. Absolutely. Because he got fucked i want to see now granted what he said was wrong oh horrible but again he was not the only person who probably uh has thought that way or, or is thinking that it way. would be ignorant to think he was the only person yeah and good for him he's like well, why should i be the only one to be down here doing nothing because of this listen I, i'm if we drown if i drown i'm drowning with you grab him by the neck tails bring him in okay i think, I think we can end the do. show now we Allie's can. here
sorry. Crisis. Is everything okay? Yes. Let's wrap up with the Ben Ratzlaff update, please. Oh, oh God. Um, He's on the 49ers. We're winning the Super Bowl nice. next year. Yeah, I wish. Um, no, but so uh, so the CFL, has Canadian Football League, has mm-hmm. been very into him, right? But they were on strike. There was a CBA, first time in 50 years. Wow. But there was a CBA, just like what we had with Major League Baseball. Hmm. Um, it Last Thursday night, the strike was settled. Monday, scouts flew down here. He did. A, there was four people invited to a workout: two receivers, an O lineman, and a corner. Um, Ben's agent was there. It was up in Orange County, and um, he, I guess, just killed it. Are we allowed to know the team? <laughs> Wait a minute. There's more to this story. It's not as good as it sounds. He killed it. Um, his agent even, which was I thought was so funny, his agent even messaged me late that night and was like on Monday night and said he just killed it. The scout loves him. He's going to have a team. The players, the CFL players, did not ratify the the settlement, so, meaning they didn't sign the agreement. So they are effectively still on strike. strike. And even though it was settled and agreed upon, when it was time to come sign it, the players didn't sign it. Their biggest thing that they're upset about or what that they want is they don't like the Canadian American ratio. They don't want as many Americans. Oh. But what everybody up there says is, well, if you don't have as many Americans on the teams, the league's going to fall apart because the product won't be as good. The fact is, yeah. they have a lot of great players up there, but yep. a lot of great ones come from here. So, so that's the problem. Um, and there is a ratio, so there's only a certain amount of very s- spots that you. Right. So this was for Toronto. The Argos. Yeah, um, and the, I That's guess Carolyn's favorite. There team. was three uh-huh. teams: the Toronto, Edmonton. You have an Argonaut sweatshirt. The Edmonton, and they're they're in a good location too, kind of right above Montana. What about mm-hmm. the Calgary Stampede? No, uh, but uh, Hamilton, which mm-hmm. is Hamilton right, right near Ni- uh, Hamilton, Niagara Falls. Ontario, yeah. Yeah. Why do you know so much about because on e- <laughs> the early, on, early on at ESPN, th- when they had to fill it up with programming, the it was CFL, Canadian football. You had the British Columbia Lions. Yeah, you the had Lions. the. You had mm-hmm. the. Uh, there was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. There still is. There's nine yeah, teams. Nine, yeah. <laughs> so the I guess. Hamilton's uh, and Toronto's fan bases are wild, like crazy, sold out, can't get a ticket. Mm-hmm. And Toronto sounds like a very interesting place to live. I heard. Well, I talked to Carolyn. Well, Toronto's beautiful. I talked to Carolyn, and I've yeah. talked to uh, uh, some other people we know that live there. Um, and everybody's, everybody gives it the exact same description. They say it's New York City without the crime. And great mm. strip bars. Yeah, I was there years and years and years like ago. Strip clubs? Strip like strip clubs? Excuse me. What did I say? Strip bars, strip clubs. He, I know Ben would never ben go. Would never attend of course that. not. Um, so anyway, yeah, I've never right. been to a strip club. So now it's on hold until until the Damn players, it. I guess, get their act together. So well, but the gonna, the XFL did invite him to some sort of tryout that they're doing in Arizona in July but does he want to I don't know is the XFL is it going to last is it you know I mean it, it's going to be USFL a, and the XFL he, like I have whatever. not the watched XFL a, what it, the difference is they have an actual partnership with the NFL right they do. so right. if you're going to be a part of one of them that would be the one to be a part that's of. what a lot of people are saying we've heard that I've heard that from other people and I think that he um I, well he would his mindset is <laughs> I said to him the other day it's like so what are you thinking about you know career-wise like what he goes 
just looked at me with this funniest look on his face. And he was like, I'm going to be a football player. Yeah. <laughs> I was Duh. Like, okay. So he's kind of working some side stuff to like have a bank account, but he's, um, which is good. He's always been a really hard worker, but he's training still like a mad fool. So that's so great. He's It'll not, happen. Not it's giving up the happen. dream yet. No, don't. No. And it, and it might not. And that's okay. I think, you know, that this has been very disappointing kind of how certain things played out, but. But why not take a couple of years and just give it your all? He would go to Canada in a heartbeat. He yeah. would love to go up there and um, he would love it. And athletes are treated very well in Canada. My brother played college basketball in Canada. People say that those football players up there, like you walk into a bar or restaurant, you do not pull out your wallet. You are a rock star up there. I guess it's a, they're a very big deal. Costa can relate. Cool. He's a rock star here. I know. Yeah, Never pulls out his wallet. Never. Never, because my wife doesn't give me my allowance, so why should I? <laughs> Meg pulls out her wallet. <laughs> All right, that is going to wrap up this edition of the Bam Slam Pod. Who is our carpet? What's the carpet number? What's Kyle's number? <laughs> you can make me look up this number. Yes, again. sorry. That's what I was doing. I was trying to send Ben money to pay him. Um, uh, I couldn't figure out Apple Pay, like yeah. how to send it to a person. Like you know, in a store, you hold up. I'm like, well, how? What am I holding it up to? Exactly. And Ben's like, Mom, do you see the bar? You click on the Apple Pay thing. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. Seven six zero eight eight nine nine eight three four. Hello, butter. And you're There's asking butter. for Kyle, Ask and you're telling Kyle. him that oh, the Bam Mike, Ally, and Fletch sent them from the Bam Slam Pod. I Bam Slam, and fam. you should definitely sponsor them. Look at Butter. I know. Oh, she found me. Living her best life. Bam also, Slam, fam. Arby's. As always, we appreciate you being along for the ride. And last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces for what you do, what you've and what you have always done for us and Arby's. Thank you, yes. Bam Slam, fam. We love you. Mwah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.